Phoenix MPM Live. Make party be the movement. Movement. We make party. PhoenixMPM.com. Phoenix MPM Live. Special pre-birthday edition, pre-birthday party for myself. Shout out to all my listeners right now. And I figured since this was my birthday celebration, I'm going to go go big. And go big I did. And I have a special guest with us tonight, special guest on the line. Many of you may know him from American Idol. Some of you may know him by his music, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Ladies and gentlemen, join me in a big round of applause for our special guest tonight, the one and only extremely talented Mario Vasquez. Mario, how are you doing tonight? Yo, that was a great introduction, bro. <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I want to thank you for, for uh, blessing us. I got to say blessing us with this interview tonight. Uh, I got a chance to meet you a couple years ago in person. And yeah. I, 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 was, I was blown away by the talent. And here we thank are. Thank you. Thank here, you. And here we are a few years later. You helping me celebrate my birthday as well as celebrate. Absolutely. We're celebrating uh, this country. With a That's fourth. right. Happy fourth. Happy fourth. Nice, nice. So let's get right into it. Uh, like I mentioned, a lot of my view- our listeners right now may know you from American Idol. And, and being a viewer, we just see you guys talking to the camera one minute, and then the next minute you are on stage in front of millions, or just in front of the judges, <laughs> flawlessly belting out a song. I'm sure <laughs> it has to be more than that. What's that whole experience like? Well, uh, first off, I think it was a surreal, a surreal experience. You know, uh, when I was younger, I would always dream about things. Oh, I'm going to be on a big stage and performing, you know, with my peers, big audience, you know. So when that stuff comes true, it's you take a moment to really take it in and just kind of enjoy it. Because, you know, what I've learned is that you really need to enjoy the moments in the in this industry. But definitely. it was definitely a surreal experience and a great one, too. What was it like being surrounded by all that talent? Could you imagine yeah. to your left and to your right, there's another great singer. There's another uh, great vocalist with a guitar. There's somebody there with a piano. Well, it was definitely humbling, you know, because, you know, you see these other competitors in a sense. And uh, you're like, all right. So, you know, I really got to hone my craft and get this done because, I, ha- you know, I had my plan. I wanted to go in and go in hard. So right. um, it was humbling to really see other beautiful uh, artists and how they do their music and see the different styles, the different genres. And, no, that that was a great experience in itself as well. And, you know, I, to this day, I still keep in contact with a couple of them. Uh, we work musically or just hang out, you know. It was a great experience. Cool, cool. Now, you mentioned that when you were younger, you thought about, you know, entertaining the masses. So was, yeah, this, yeah, so was this always the dream, to, to sing, to entertain, to perform? Absolutely. Uh, this was definitely instilled at a young age. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I think I was one of those personalities, like, who'd like to be, uh, you know, up in front, up in center, as they say. <laughs> so, um, yeah, plus, you know, my family was very musical. I grew up with uh, listening to doo-wop, oh. listening to old Spanish jazz, listening to uh, nice, nice. 70s folk, like, really a good, a good eclectic mix of music, which... Nice. I think it helped me immensely uh, with my stylings. Okay, okay. Say, you know, vocally. Nice. So, so, so your voice is something you've been working on, I guess, since, since childhood. Because one thing I noticed when I first 
that one time when I saw you perform live, I remember I was I was in in the DJ booth and I'm watching yeah. you perform. <laughs> well, I was in that that balcony where I had to, I had to climb that, up. Yeah, ladder. that hot box. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm watching you perform and I'm listening and I'm like, oh my goodness, this guy's rehearsing, but it sounds just like what I hear on the radio. And and that's oh, something well, that's that's something that's t- t- in my opinion that's kind of rare. You'll hear somebody on the radio, you'll fall in love with a song. You go see them perform live, and you're wondering where did the quality, where did that great voice go? But then somebody like you, I mean, it, I was like, this man has been working on Dude, that voice. I, I appreciate that very much. You know, uh, I feel like I do my thing, you know? I feel like I do my thing. I've been doing it for a couple of years now. So, uh, you know, I think when you get older, too, you uh, your craft gets better, you know, if you're passionate about taking yeah. care of it and uh then for me, I feel that, you know, I guess living makes my craft better as well. You know, experiences and things of that nature. Nice. Some some words of wisdom to my listeners. So living, living definitely <laughs> helps your craft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're having a bad time, just write a song, man. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot, of, a lot of R&B singers out there who have went platinum because of a bad time. So, <laughs> Oh, definitely. For sure. <laughs> now... Recently, we uh, we as a as a nation as a world, we we were acknowledging the anniversary of the uh, the death of the king of pop, Michael Jackson. And I'm yes. purpose, I'm purposely bringing that up. One reason because <laughs> because right now, streaming on PhoenixMPM.com music player is the Phoenix MPM uh, king of pop tribute mix. Ch- cheap plug. So anybody nice. wants to anybody wants to go check it out, download it, help my numbers grow. But yep, the, main yep. reason, the main reason why I bring it up is that not too many people know that you actually got a chance to collaborate with the king of pop not too many people can say that please t- tell me a little bit about how a kid from the bronx got a chance <laughs> to sing with michael jackson again a surreal experience you know like again when i was younger i'd always think about oh michael jackson prince all these big big artists and you know i want to work with them one day so um i was shopping a song it was called whatever happened and it was a demo that I was shopping. I actually went to London to record a, a demo deal. So the song was, the that time. was your song? Well, it was their song uh, contractually, you know, through publishing. Okay, okay. But whatever the case, this was a song that I was doing um, uh, for my own demo, Whatever Happens. Uh-huh. And this demo was going around, and it got into the hands of Teddy Riley. And at that time, he oh. was recording, he was producing for uh, Michael Jackson, the Invincible album. So uh, with that, he was shopping for songs. So fortunately, uh, Teddy let Michael hear the song with my vocal on it. He really loved it, wanted it placed on his album, and had invited me to do background. So uh, it was kind of like a catch-22 for me because I thought the song was beautiful in itself. And, you know, of course I wanted it, but then again, this is Michael Jackson. How do you tell Michael Jackson, uh, no, this is my song? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can't do this song. And then then the chance to uh, be able to work with him, not just, like, let him do the song, but uh, be able to be, you know, invited with by Teddy and Michael to, you know, record background. So, you know, that was a, that was a wonderful experience. They flew me down to Miami and nice. did, uh, we recorded at the hit factory. Wow. And, uh, it was surreal with Michael for sure. You so know, you were, we had to sign a so you were actually confiden- in- confidentiality agreement, <laughs> okay, which, uh, okay. which was fine, but, uh, definitely an amazing and surreal experience. Nice. So you were actually in the studio with him. 
Yes, I was, absolutely. I was in the studio with him. He was giving me pointers while I was wow. in the booth, and he was at the board with Teddy. And it was great, you know. Again, a lot of people can't say that. No. And I actually uh, I got to perform for him, uh, at perform for him and along with many other celebrities. Just another surreal moment for me. Um, I was invited to perform by uh, Prince Azim of Brunei. Oh, wow. His son was Dalton. It was his 25th birthday, and he was a fan and had hired me to perform. And I had no idea at the time who I was going to perform for in London. Wow. And when I got there, it was just something out of the movies. Uh, uh, Roberto Cavalli, uh, oh. Kate Moss, uh, Faye Dunaway. Just a few, uh, just a few small names. Legends, <laughs> even new girls, Salah, Monica. Wow. Um, the Fray. It was crazy. Uh, what, what else? Raquel Welch. <laughs> now, how do you not pass out before a performance like that, knowing who was in the audience? Dude, it was crazy. It was surreal. But... Oh, it felt like something out of a dream, um, and it was a very, it was a very. Uh, um, I have pictures to prove it too. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case nobody believes people, you. People look at this picture and they think it's like a. Uh, it's like, like Photoshop. Dummies. They think it's wax dummies. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he went to Madame Tussauds and took a picture. I'm like, no, look, look. You know what? I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna email that to you. So maybe you could, I don't know, post it up or something. It's funny. Dude, so, uh, yeah, I got to perform for him. He was one of the special guests of the night. Oh, man. And it was Bro. very private, very, uh, it was it was wonderful. I got to do an eight-song set, and, dude, it was surreal having all these people look at me in such an intimate uh, surrounding. That's amazing. And Michael Jackson right in the middle. It was wonderful. Now, I don't see how, how after something like that, you don't say, well, my career is done. I have lived my dream. I'm going to go retire well, now. <laughs> Well, you know what? Let me tell you about that. With the dream, it's like I said about these moments. Like when you go through them, you enjoy and take it into that moment because sometimes they just slip by like yeah. nothing. Because sometimes I think about it like, oh, is this satisfying? Is this what it's all about? Is this me being an artist, like just being around these people? And at times I think about that and no, not necessarily. You know, it's great to be around these peers that you've admired, you know, for years and, and things of that nature. But, uh, you know, when it comes down to a point as a music artist, I want to be around uh, people who inspire me musically. Okay. Yeah, so. so it was great. It didn't make me want to end my career. No, not at all. <laughs> it made, answer it, your question. It <laughs> made you want to go even further, I'm assuming. Cause exactly. I have a lot more stuff to prove than just, uh, you know, celebrity, celebrity sightings and yeah. things like that, you know? All right, so so you had American Idol, you yes. you 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 got a chance to work with the King of Pop. You got a chance yes. to perform for some of the biggest names in multiple industries. Then you got a chance to do you. You got a chance to work yeah. on your music, your album. What's that yeah. like to to not only work on your own music, but to actually hear your own music played on the radio in clubs? It's amazing, you know. Uh, <laughs> I remember the first time I heard Gallery play on the radio was I was in a taxi cab ah. coming up to my house in Midtown. And uh, it was really, it was one of those moments that you were like, wow. You know, it was very magical. That's <laughs> now, how I describe it. Now, did you stop and tell the cab driver, hey, 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 hey turn it up. That, that, that's me. That's of me. course. <laughs> of course. The cab driver was like, whatever. That ain't you. Now, who did you work with on that album? 
we have uh, the underdogs, who I'm a big fan of. And, you know, they've worked with everyone from Usher to uh, Beyonce, everybody. And uh, underdogs, so Shocking Carlin, you know, he's worked with Fantasia, Kelly Clarkson, this, uh, I think, Dutch team, not Swedish. Dutch, they'll kill me. Mm. Um Worked with Neil, of course, not, well, not, uh, which he which he penned the song Valerie, and oh, very wow. thankful, wow. very thankful that he did. Who else? Scott Storch, which I don't know if people have been hearing <laughs> been in the right lately. now what he's going through, which is kind yeah. of unfortunate. I hope it's not as true as it is because he's one talented guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, he'll definitely know. bounce back. He'll definitely. I mean, the man. I'm sure he has hits. Uh, you know, up his sleeve. He's definitely bounced back. I heard there was talk about um, the new Chris Brown album. He has a couple tracks on that and somebody else's album he's working on. So he'll definitely bounce back. We'll definitely hear yeah, his stuff no, on the Yeah, of course. Plus, plus, I think all of that is a bit exaggerated. Like, especially oh, yeah. if you're filing for bankruptcy, you know, a lot of people do that. Uh, that kind of, that's all I have. All I have is $10. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. That whole act. Which, you know, I don't believe it says is what they're saying. Besides the fact you know, he's a great producer. I had a Definitely. great time. Actually, we were, he produced a song called Kohiba, which featured uh, Fat Joe and uh, this reggaeton rapper from Puerto Rico. His name is Knox. Okay. So that was a good one. Oh. Yeah, check it out. It's called Kohiba. Nice. We'll definitely check that one out. Sounds like you had you had fun. You had a chance to, to work with some greats. You had a chance to sing your own music, write your own music, drive around in a cab and hear Mario Vasquez play on the radio. And you're sitting there Mario Vasquez listening to yourself. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so you mentioned Gallery. Uh, for me, it's still a song that I have in rotation, whether it's me at a gig, whether it's me just wanting to hear a song as I drive down the streets of Perth Amboy. I know some, yeah. radio, some radio stations still have it in rotation. Now, that song, as soon as it came out, the song hit. Yeah. I think, and the support, I have to thank uh, New York and Miami in particular. They really, really supported it with the power stations at the time and just really you know new york has got love thank goodness it helps it helps artists if you got the support of your city uh -huh. you know it definitely helps artists okay now did it get to a point because the song was so big i, I know it moved up the billboard charts could it was wrong. actually it was number eight. Oh, it, aver it averaged out number eight for the year 2007 Okay. And it was actually we did that for Ryan Seacrest show. It was like for, for the hat for the New Year's show. Nice. Damn, you was. Yes, yeah, so I was proud of that. that. <laughs> you was doing. I was proud of that. I was proud of that. Did it get to the point where you became labeled the guy that sings Gallery? And I, and was that all people wanted to hear from you? Well, people know me as you know. People are going to have to know you from something, whether it was yeah. American Idol. You know, I, I run into people who know me, you know, just from American Idol aren't familiar with my music and people who know me from my music and, you know, vice versa. Uh, but I don't care. I take it how it is. If they know me as that guy who does gallery, <laughs> then know me as the guy who does gallery. If you're going to book me and gig me, I'm all for it. If you enjoy that song, I will do it for you. <laughs> just, just you know, I definitely check. have no qualms about... Uh, being labeled anything because hey people are going to label you however you whatever they want to do so Very true 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 you know it's just my job as an artist to really uh just come out with some new music you know write some great songs and just uh, enjoy what i do speaking of new music what have you been working on are there any projects coming up any singles we should look out for i know there's one single that you um you've mentioned on your instagram and social media what should we look out for 
Well, you should look out for this new single called Senorita Linda. Right now, we're doing promotion for it. Uh, it's a Spanglish dance song. It's uh, really, it's great. It's actually a throwback to late freestyle, early house. Nice. And, nice. Uh, you know, I try to do my thing on it and just modernizing it a bit with, you know, with my style. And, uh, you know, trying to get that out there. Right now, we've been getting great reception on the song. Okay. You know, I recently... Uh, I recently did some festivals out in Miami, went to music conference as well, did some festivals in New York, and we've been testing and it's doing great. We should be releasing it probably within the month. I have a couple of more promo shows down in Los Angeles in July. Mm -hmm. um, but also, I'm just kind of testing the waters. I'm really trying to see how this uh, Spanglish thing will work out. Because, you know, I think the, old, the older that I'm getting, I don't want to limit, limit myself to what I like. In a sense, you know, like people know me more as pop R&B, but I've known internationally with other things such as house music and dance music. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with, but uh, we had a, two big hits, actually. One called Never Give Up, and that was on Nero Records, and that was a huge hit overseas. Uh, big dance record, uh, my girl and I, Leah Lorian, who's another fellow singer, uh, we co-wrote that song together had great success with it. And also I was featured on a song by Sharam called Get Wild. And that was a big hit. Uh, ended up going on their world tour. Uh, went everywhere from London to Central America to Paris and then in New York, of course. You're traveling. Yeah. Now, those are definitely some songs, my listeners. I want to encourage you all to go check those songs out, YouTube, SoundCloud. Now, is there a big difference? Is it easier to put a track out and, and blow up overseas? as opposed to putting a track out here in, in, in the States? Well, I remember, you know, it was a practice for the big companies at the time that they would break new artists overseas. And then overseas, once it tested well, they would bring them to America. And I guess at that time it was easier. Mm. But I think in general, uh, overseas, it's a little, there's money to be made and there's giant markets everywhere. So, um, you know, I would suggest to music artists, do what you love, especially now in this time of music. Don't don't pigeonhole yourself. Don't be limited in what type of music you do. You know, if you're a musician or a music artist, then do that. And don't, don't succumb to the big industry, as uh, they say. <laughs> you know, right now, right now with technology, it's so much easier to really do stuff independently. And, uh, you know... That was definitely the practice at the time. And I still believe uh, overseas, they're a little more open-minded. Okay. Now, you mentioned the industry. It's definitely a term that a lot of up-and-comers use, a lot of people use, a lot of people have some misconceptions of the industry or, or a certain idea of what the industry is. Now, you're somebody who clearly... You've, you've been doing this for a while. You know some of the ins and outs. You've got a chance to work with the big dogs. Uh, What's some advice you would give to an up-and-coming artist, a musician, singer, whatever, rapper, whatever you are? What advice would you give that person when it comes to uh, getting into the industry? Some, some, some tips and tricks they should know or some things they should know to expect. Sure. Well, well, first off, they definitely should be passionate. You know, if you don't have that passion, you won't survive because this is, uh, it's a hard industry to break into. Especially if you're waiting to be discovered by someone else to back you and, you know, you have no say on things, which is another reality as well. 
But um, in general, you know, right now in this industry, I think you should definitely, I would suggest to all new artists to really hone their skills, write as much as you can, and try to keep publishing, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one thing uh, that's important. You want to have all control of your music. You know, nowadays, I think it's easier before than in the past. And uh, that's one thing you should definitely look into. You know, you have to be on top of your business. And if you're aware of your business, you'll have a better chance of surviving this uh, industry and not being, uh, you know, chewed up and spit out for not knowing the business side as well. You know, but have a healthy balance of the passion and the business. And, uh, you know, if you have that, I think you'll persevere, you know. Now, you clearly know what you're talking about. Is that something that maybe in the future you would look into kind of managing and and, and mentoring younger artists? Well, that's something something I've always thought about. Uh, Actually, uh, this repertory company I used to be part of, uh, this is when I was about, I think, uh, 18. It was 18 to like 22. It was called the City Kids Repertory Company. Mm -hmm. And it was a repertory group of uh, urban youth in the city or from wherever, and they would come down to Tribeca and gather on Fridays and Saturdays. And we would uh, work on uh, monologues, we'd work on the songs, it would, you know. It was definitely uh, a great outlet for young people, and it inspired me to see the people working with us. And it was something I've always been inspired to do. You know, I think with young people, they definitely should have some proper direction. And uh, for myself, it's something that I could look into. I wouldn't be against it at all. You know, um, whenever young people ask me about music or any advice, you know, I I definitely tell them how it is and uh, always try to to, uh, promote or rather inspire them in doing what they love, no matter what it is, whether it's music or honing into the other arts. You know, I've always been... uh, uh, a positive force behind that. So yeah, that's something I could maybe see myself doing in the future. So, so right now I'm trying to. Right now I'm trying to do me now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in a couple of years, when I'm ready to start my my gangster rap career, I'm going to reach out to Mario Vasquez Management Entertainment, <laughs> and I'll definitely reach out to you. So I'm gonna be like, yo, I got a new, I got a new hip hop rap. Can you hook me up with Neo? Nah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Has this journey so far been everything you expected i mean we talked about like i said we talked about everything from meeting michael jackson to to uh to to going to miami to la working with neil working with teddy riley working with all these greats and doing all these things american idol on tv for millions has this is this what you expected is this the journey you wanted to go on well um you know i think it's definitely it was a, a learning experience, this journey, and I still feel like there's so much more learn, you know, learning to do. So, um, in reference to my 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 experience, you know, I think everything happens for a reason. I think you're supposed to be at that moment in time. That's what's supposed to happen, you know. And I always thought to myself, this is something you really can't control your destiny. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something that I wanted to do for a very long time. And I fortunately had the opportunity with American Idol, and I'm very thankful for that. And with that came um, the accessibility I needed to be a well-known artist. And, you know, with that comes uh, judgments, with that comes opinion, and that's something as an artist in this industry that you'd have to be aware of and 
just make sure you have a thick skin in that sense. You know, it's hard. And, you know, I say my journey so far has been a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. But I think everything is supposed to happen how it happens. And it's been a, it's been a musical roller coaster, if you will. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Uh, definitely. That's what I can say. And I think there's going to be a lot more loops. <laughs> <laughs> but we're looking forward to all the ups and downs and, 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 and that final, that final uh, smooth ride that's just, you know, that's a smooth sailing. And we as listeners get to just enjoy everything that you, Mario Vasquez, puts out there. Because, uh, like I said, we're expecting big things. Um, Real quick, who does yeah. who does Mario Vasquez have in his iPod? Like, what 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 rappers, what singers, what vocalists, what R and B artists are you listening to? Well, right now, actually, I've been listening to uh, Justine Sky featuring Tyga. Okay, it's called Collide. I've been really into that song. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Miguel. I like uh, Kaleidoscope Dream, you know, I like all that good stuff. Picked up the new Madonna uh, with Nicki Minaj. Uh-huh. I'm not going to lie, that was one song when I first heard it, I was like, eh, whatever. But when once that bass dropped, I was, I was yeah, in there yeah. you know, like, and, damn. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I think Nicki adds a nice little taste to it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. you know, I've been listening to that, and I've been listening to this cat named um, James Blake. The song's called Retrograde. Dream. I think he's from Blake. England. I think he's from England as well. But a really cool song. All right, so definitely, if, if Mario Vasquez, a man who has an ear for music, is listening to it, I want to recommend, <laughs> recommend all my listeners, you guys go out and check these people out. So, Mario... Yeah, um, not, not for nothing. I got some good taste in music. I won't <laughs> lie about that. Okay. So we could definitely we could definitely take your your i your iPod or your phone and, and, and plug the aux cord in while you're driving, and we'll guarantee it's going to be some fire. Exactly. <laughs> Right. So uh, I, I want to thank you. Uh, we're coming to an end. I want to thank you for for stopping by, for honoring us with this interview as we celebrate the birthday of America and as we celebrate, of course, my birthday, Phoenix MPM. Uh, feel yeah, free. Yeah, happy happy birthday, bro. Thank you. I'm hitting the big the big three three. So nice. Thirty three, thirty threes, thirty thirties. It's my dirty thirty three. <laughs> so is there any is there any any last word you want to leave our listeners with? Before we go? Well, definitely. I just want to thank everyone for their love and support. You know, people who know the Mario Vasquez brand. I appreciate every uh, hello, every uh, I love that song. I love that gallery guy. (laughs) All of that. (laughs) Any support, I appreciate it. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Dea Dira Diaz. A.K.A. Betty, A.K.A. Mysteriosa, and a kiss to Baby J. Gotta give love to, to Betty, good friend of both uh, Mario Vasquez and, and a friend of mine. The person who pretty much made this happen, made this whole interview happen. So big shout out to you, Betty. That, uh, Betty's my GSAP. Shout out to all the old school Greeksters. Now, where can my listeners go if they want to find Mario Vasquez? Uh, you can hit me up on Mario Vasquez now at Twitter, Instagram, as well as Facebook. And yeah, guys, thank you so much. Happy birthday, bro. Thank you. And thank uh, you. yeah, we got to hang out again, man. Definitely. We definitely will. Ladies and gentlemen, Mario Vasquez, Phoenix MPM, Phoenix MPM Live. Phoenix MPM Live. Make party be the movement. Movement. We make party. What's up, everybody? My name is Mario Vasquez, and I make party with Phoenix and the Make Party Movement.